Welcome back to Get It Games Fan TV. It's the match day preview show, match week five. Plenty of big games, plenty of big action to discuss this weekend. A uh, whole host of massive games, as there always is in the National Football League. The top two clash in the National Football League Division One. Dublin are travelling to Derry. You've got Kerry against Tyrone. Rivalries renewed with the likes of Mayo playing Roscommon. Cavan obviously playing Mead in uh, Division Two as well, which I'm sure. Uh, John will have a lot to say as well. Monaghan Galway, potential relegation scrap uh, in Division 1. I'll be looking through all the other big games uh, in Division 2, 3 and 4. I'm joined here by John McMahon from the J Mac podcast. Uh, John, how's things? How's life? Things are going all right for Cavan at the minute. Six, what, what, six points from eight? All's good, sir. Uh, uh, really glad to be on your podcast again. So really look forward to the chat tonight. And thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, no, things are going well. Uh, things are going. I have to say, things are going very well uh, since we were last talking. Obviously, getting a good, very good win against Loud last Sunday in RD. So things are very positive. Looking forward to this weekend now. Um, I think a local derby against me, to my to the best of my knowledge, we haven't played me now since 2018, so um, really looking forward to seeing what they have to bring to Bre- Kingsman Breffney now on Saturday evening. Uh, big crowd expected in Breffney Park, hopefully now on Saturday, and obviously probably an ideal time really to play a game, because I suppose there's been a lot of, could we talk in recent weeks about, you know, the time of these games, and maybe, maybe not, you know, at the time, maybe not really suiting families and so on and so forth. So it's it's ideal on Saturday evening. So I'm really looking forward to it. Loads of good games. Look forward to this weekend, Mr. Prendergast. Um, this is probably an action packed weekend. Well, of course, every weekend is action packed, but really big hitters playing this weekend. We'll probably know the lay of the land of the league as well. Maybe after this weekend, I know you probably said last weekend, but for this weekend, next weekend. But um, yeah, really looking forward to the chat tonight and looking forward to interacting with everyone. Our millions of viewers. Absolutely, yeah. We've we've a total of eight million people tuning in. <laughs> we've only got eight people there, but look, the eight people's good enough. Good enough, you know what I mean? Eight, eight, I'm fine with eight people. So the eight people that are here, fair play to you, and hit the like button. Do us, uh, do us a Give favor. Give it up if you're watching. We, we we need to hear from you. This is what keeps me and Aaron yeah, going. We need interaction. <laughs> need a bit of support. Need a bit. Of, I don't know. To be fair, to this, because. There's a lot of people who usually tune into this. In fairness, so uh, no, I'm, I'm yeah. very, very appreciative of the of the people who do uh, who do tune in. Look, we'll start with uh, Division One, and uh, I suppose we'll uh, have a look at the uh, the league table. So we've got um, Derry on top of eight points, Dublin, Mayo, Tyrone, Kerry all level with four points there. So things are going to look a lot more certain uh, after um this weekend's games was common Galway Monaghan like kind of crazy looking at the league table there John like just two points separating eighth and second so like I mean like like Dublin right now like for example are in second but just two games ago there was talk of Dublin potentially getting relegated I never really bought into to that talk to be honest with you but like it's mad how quickly things are turning and like you look at Monaghan like everyone's saying right now that Monaghan are, are possibly going to go down but you're one or two more wins and they'd be back in the race for a league final. Mm. So, like, it's completely wide open. Yeah, it is. It is. It definitely is. And I suppose, obviously, it is going to be a really interesting weekend this weekend and the next weekend. Like, all these games coming kind of ticking fast and lots can change, lots can happen. But I think the, the feeling from, and I know we'll touch on tomorrow now in a couple of minutes, but the feeling with the Monaghan team seems to be this could be potentially that the year they probably could grow. And I know obviously people have been saying that for a number of years at this stage and, you know, they always save their bacon the last day. Like, But I just think it seems to be the last couple of results just have not gone the plan for them. And I, 
I know obviously Rory Began, he's a huge loss for them at the minute. Um, geez, they could really be doing it with the services of him. So he's probably six points uh, to them, really. So he's a big loss. But um, yeah, like I was talking to a couple of Monland supporters and they're probably just really not happy with the team at the minute and where it's where they're kind of going. But again, as you say, Monland, they might get it. Could he get a win this weekend? They could he get a win next weekend? Like God only knows what the Monland lads could do. But um, you know, you could have Common there, you've Galway there, you've Mayo there to potentially go around. So, yeah, again, I think this weekend will be very, very interesting. Um, I think Monaghan could have been doing with a result against Common there last weekend. Obviously, David Burke would have been delighted with that win uh, there last weekend. But, um, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're looking forward to it. It's, you know, the, the Division 1 table, as you say, like, it's gas. The way Monaghan could be looking at the league finally if, they, if we get two or three more wins, um, the way it kind of all pans out. But, um, yeah, awesome mouthwater and clash to look forward to this weekend. And obviously, Derry setting the pace at the top of one all, of course, they've won all their games as well. So, they really are very, very enjoyable to watch at the minute. Like, and it's gas the game last weekend against Galway. Like, it probably wasn't a great game, but to, to score what they did to not play overly well is probably a real testament of how they're really playing at the minute. Um, obviously, Dublin against Kerry last weekend. I know I actually touched on my podcast there on Monday, but Terry Dublin were. Yeah, I was talking to a man there today and he really thinks Dublin could really walk Sam Maguire this year. He, he really thinks uh, Dublin are going to be probably walking up the steps of Crow Park in July. I think so myself, to be honest with you. I, I really think that the bit between their teeth again and, and if Con can continue that form now for the rest of the season, um, people on Twitter might start talking about him. <laughs> but but uh, that's another conversation. But no, this weekend's going to be good, my man. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, plenty of uh, comments flying in here. Colleen says crunch time for most teams. Absolutely. Gavin says, uh, well, lads, Shannon Soidel Classico, Longford v Leitrim. Let's go. Absolutely, absolutely. Plenty of uh, big uh, Derby Day weekends coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, Leitrim, oh, and actually, are uh, Longford by the, the Shannon? Maybe they are actually. Are they? The word, I, I yeah, know. Longford's not too long. Yeah, Longford is not too far away from here, but. Um, yeah, I just wouldn't be going there in my summer holidays now. Sorry, Longford fans. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's that is completely fair. Um, yeah, Derry versus Dublin, as far as you know. Moving on swiftly, moving on swiftly. Yeah, we'll move, we'll move on quickly there before uh, any of the Midlands folks uh, come come after us there because yeah, we don't we don't want that in fairness. So plenty of uh, plenty of family from the Midlands, and look, you don't want to, you don't want to be getting on their bad side. That's uh, that's all I'll say. But um, but yeah, Derry, Derry and Dublin, uh, as Sean was saying here, Fenton versus Glass would be a great contest. I'd probably still take Fenton over him, but it's a tough one. I mean, yeah, like it, it just feels like this game is coming at the absolute right time. Like when you look at Derry in, in the form that they've been, four wins from four. I know if some people have pointed out there maybe are still one or two players who could come back into the team, like Garrett McKinless and, and maybe one or two others. You look at Dublin, fair enough, a few lads still to come back into Dublin maybe later in the year as well. But you look at Dublin's performance against Kerry and how well they played and the, the, the performances so far from Derry so far this year, like this has the potential to be an absolute cracker. Like you could argue on form, this is the two best teams in the country going toe-to-toe on Saturday evening. Yeah, definitely. And I think it, it's definitely the two most informed teams playing at the minute and this weekend. It's going to be a really good game footballers. You know, last week, last year was really good. Obviously, Derry got over the line in a very, very tight contest. I think was it was in Celtic Park and got, had a great win that night. Um, and obviously, 
you know, Dublin probably just weren't, weren't probably at the race in that game for large parts. But but I think this weekend will be very interesting. It's a really good game to see where both teams are at. Obviously, D- Dublin have really shown good form in the last two to three games. Derry have been top of the pop so far this year. So it really is the two best teams in the country going toe-to-toe this weekend. And obviously, you, you, Kerry might have a bit to say about that as well. But um, yeah, as, 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 as Sean Suger says, they're effectively glass. Like, that could be really... Oh, that could be a really mild water contest. Like the pair of boys are in very, very good form at the minute. Connor Glass had a great game last weekend, man of the match. Brian Fenton probably wasn't far away from man of the match last weekend against Kerry. Fenton could get some great scores as well. So that'll be it. Yeah, that'll be that'll be some that'll be some contest this weekend. God, imagine like them pair of boys in like the Irish International Rules team or something that the 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 cause havoc. But yeah, you've loads of talk boys going into this one. You've Con O'Callaghan against Shane McGuigan, who'll kick the more points there and Who'll get the supply of ball most? You have Kieran, the Kieran Kenny aspect of things as well. Kieran McFall will love a game against the Dubs. And yeah, oh man, I know I, we said off air, Aaron, you're heading up to it. In, in fairness, obviously, um, if, I, if I wasn't tied up with other games this weekend, I, I, I'd nearly be making the trip to this game because I think it's 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 going to be a brilliant one. It's going to be edgy. It probably will have a bit of a championship feel to it as well because I think both teams really went. I think both teams really will want to set out a marker. I think Dublin, obviously Dublin were delighted to be, as you know, you probably witnessed in Croke Park there last weekend, Dublin were delighted to be Kerry. Um, I think it'll be the same crack this weekend. They will want to put a marker down against a very, very informed Derry team. Short season, Aaron, we, uh, let's not forget, you know, you're, you're talking the end of January. It finished, It all finishes in January. It's it's March this weekend, you know, so you, you have only four months left of the season, Aaron, and it absolutely flies by, so... Yeah, both teams. Uh, it's it's going to be a great contest. You're hoping, obviously, it's not negative. There's going to be no negative football. Two two good attacking teams when they get going. Um, but yeah, Convy, Convy, Shane, offensive oh, glass. Oh, so much quality on show this weekend. Absolutely, yeah. Keen says here, Dublin are back in their stride once again and should be able to get over Derry, even though it's in uh, Celtic Park. Yeah, look, I mean, I mean, considering how well Dublin played against Kerry, look, they, they were absolutely brilliant. Um, and and certainly at this stage of the year, you usually Dublin are quite sloppy at the early part of the league. We have been for the last two, two or three years. And then it's really when the championship comes around that Dublin seem to seem to kick into gear. But yeah, like one like one thing I've known, like even I think there's been strong cases made about Dublin last year that maybe Con's form wasn't quite there last year. I do think he was playing a slightly different role. He do, I feel like the shackles have been left off a little bit more so far this year, which has allowed him to sort of play his game. Kieran Kilkenny, I, I think, has looked in, in, in top form this year. And I even think last year there were certain games where he wasn't at his best and he was even dropped in, in, in certain games. So like, you could argue, I know it's only, you know, it, it is early days and everything else. And look, we'll see what happens once championship comes around. But there is a strong argument that Dublin actually look even better than they did when they won mm. that all Ireland um a couple of months ago because you know you still have McCarthy to come in, you still have Fitzsimons to come in, but you've okay. got young young Theo Clancy who who's looked immense at fullback. Um and yeah, you know you've got um you've got a lot of top class younger players coming through there. Yeah, like in like in fairness like Dublin, I, I like watching them against Kerry last weekend it just kind of looked like, and I know like you've seen a lot of people, a lot, a lot of posts maybe on social media and talking with the Dublin team. It really did look like the Dublin early fold. They just really dispatched the Kerry, and I know obviously Kerry put up a bit of a fight in the second half, but it just really looked like Dublin were kind of back to themselves. It looked like there was a lot of good coaching that's gone into them in recent weeks. 
like the form of Khan, like even Cormac Costa wasn't playing, like Fenton kind of looked back to his best. Kieran Kenny kind of looked like he was dictating around, dictating things around the field. Owen Merchant had a great game against David Clifford. So it really looked like, it looked, looked kind of the Dublin of old, a very kind of controlled Dublin performance. I know it is still only the league, but I keep saying to Aaron, the season will absolutely fly by. So now probably is the time to, if you are a player in the Dublin team, to start hitting form and start getting your mojo and getting your you know, stamping your stamping your authority on on the on the team. So as you say, look, you have a lot of quality to come back in. You have your McCarty's, your Cluxtons, you know, Jack McCarthy to come back in, Paul Mannion, Costo but yeah, Tom, I'm look, I'm looking at Tom McGarren's comment there. Like that's you know, they are littered with talent. Um I just I know I know Kerry and Derry will have a big say in this all Ireland this year, but I just at this minute in time, I really, and this is probably put a smile on your face, Aaron, but I really think, and I know obviously we'll talk about this later on in the year, but I, th- I really do think Dublin will get the job done this year. And I think there will be, I think there will be left to stand because they looked, they looked back to themselves there last weekend. This game will be a very big test from this weekend. But um, yeah, they were, they were very enjoyable to watch last weekend. I think they've done, um, they've done a lot of things right. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Graham says here, uh, how's things, pal? Uh, let me get your points up in Derry. Absolutely, absolutely, Graham. I uh, hope, hope all as well with you. Um, also, a nice little uh, two euro donation here as well. I think that's the first time oh, nice. anyone's ever donated in live. So, uh, <laughs> you know what, Graham? I'll get, I'll get you the points. You know I'll be getting will you the points. Will, 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 yes. we, will we split that, Aaron, a euro each? <laughs> A euro each, you know, you can get get yourself an animal bar there or something. Uh, <laughs> the animal bars even remember they used to be twenty cents and now they're now they're like oh it's gonna Fredo bars are what two or three euro these is oh the country's yeah. a joke. No, but yeah, ab- absolutely, man. Yeah, give me a shout and um, yeah, like I'll be up there at the at the game and, and and same for anyone else. If anyone's at the game, like feel free to send me a message and I'll be more than happy to uh, you know to. To grab a point with with anyone in fairness uh, who's at the games gavin says here dublin look good there last year and Derry sneak the win so maybe uh something similar this year and tom says can't see anyone yeah. stopping dublin with their panel they look hungry again Cluxton, mccarthy mccaffrey mannion costello baskell yeah and, like that's the point like against Kerry, there was no um there was no costello like mannion still has to come back in as well con baskell's been in and out uh, A2 says, just hope we play with the same pace and intensity as we did on Saturday. The result will take care of itself. Yeah, like speaking of of the opposition, though, with Derry, like you can't underestimate them either, though, because four games, four wins, yeah. a lot of the wins have been fairly comfortable as well. Um, Connor Glass has just carried on his form from Whitey Graham's Glen. Like yeah. he hasn't slowed down at all. Um, and I suppose as the lads were saying on Allianz League Sunday, like maybe they didn't play as well as as previous games. But to be honest with you, considering how comfortably they beat what is a very good Galway team, in my opinion, I don't necessarily think I'd agree with that. Um, and you've got so many big performers as well, like oh McAvoy getting a goal the other week as well. Brendan Rogers is standing up. Shane McGuigan's doing the business. Young Cormac Murphy looks very good as well. So. Look, Derry will be absolutely at it. And I suppose Mickey Hart, like, he knows if, if he can get a result and a win against Dublin at home, like, that's a that's a big statement. Five wins from five. And, you know, two of them have been against Kerry and Dublin. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think he, again, like, he's, he's a born winner and he really will be looking for a win this weekend. And I think he's, 
like he's that probably obsessive, and obviously he's played Dublin so many times over the years. He will just keep wanting to keep win, 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 win. And I think that probably is his mantra this year. You know, don't be looking at losses, don't be looking at draws. Let's just keep winning, win the Dr. McKenna Cup, win the Alliance National League, National Football League, and just keep going at it. And I think he will have a plan for this Dublin team. Like, and he'll like they will make Celtic Park. Uh, fortress this weekend, they'll, like it'll be, it'll, he'll probably get dries up in there, up there, up there, and probably with the crowd and the banter and the slagging. The banter will be great, and in fairness, it'll be, it'll be a great, uh, it'll be a great atmosphere up there. So it, it's, um, it's a lovely venue up there, but yeah, like, and, and fairness, like, I have been impressed, and he's, he's probably like, a, like, I think obviously Connor Glass and Jim can probably are getting all the plaudits. Um, for Derry at the minute, but I am really impressed with Kieran McFall. I was really impressed for him when he was playing for Glenn in the All Ireland Championship and the Ulster Championship for for his, for his club. And then I think he's really he doesn't okay again he doesn't get the plugs, but he goes about his business really quietly. He works hard. He gets up and down the pitch. He kind of you know does the kind of donkey work and then he kind of feeds the ball up feels. I am very impressed by his form. Obviously, Chrissy McKeague, man, in the full back line. It'd be interesting to see who pick, who he picks up this weekend. Is it more than likely going to be Con? So, um, and again, I said on Seamus Brady's podcast there a couple of weeks ago. Obviously, Shane McGuigan's. You know, we really should be kind of giving that man as much credit as possible because what he's doing at the minute, averaging what ten points a game, and Mister Clifford, as I keep saying, gets all the plaudits and your cons. But I, I think Shane really. You know he he is flying for Derry at the minute. Um, he's he's having a great campaign. He's so accurate. He's a great finisher. So, oh, it's it's. I really do hope. I know. I mean, you could we could wax lyrical about it all night. But I really do hope it lives up to its billing because for the standard and quality of player that's on both team both teams, we could be and hopefully will be in for a cracker. Yeah, and, and I suppose we've seen last week Owen Merchant pick up David Clifford, which I think surprised um a lot of people, I think, obviously, with the fact that Mick Fitzsimons was obviously isn't playing at the minute, there were some questions over who would pick up Clifford. Some were maybe saying you put young Theo Clancy on him, maybe you, you put Lee Gannon on him. I, I would have thought, um, but he went and and obviously put Owen Merchant on him. Could Owen Merchant pick up Shane McGuigan? I mean, that would be an interesting one picking up Clifford one week, Shane McGuigan the next week, or, or what do you reckon? Look, not beyond the realms of possibility, my man. Like you're probably talking when he's in Dublin training, you could be par- you could be marking your cost lows, you be you could be marking you could be marking your cons, you could be marking Paul Manuel, all these great players. So Owen Merchant probably well used to picking up these great players. It will be very interesting if he does, because he done such a good job with Clifford there last weekend that you know he'd be well, well capable of it. But it will be very interesting because obviously Shane Wogan does kick a lot of frees. So I think from the dead balls, obviously, you know, Dublin probably will be fine in that regard because they'll probably not want to foul Derry as much when, you know, Derry are going forward. But I think from general play, Shane McGuigan, Owen Merchant, I think that that could be a fine match because, look, if, if Merchant could do what he's done against Clifford there last weekend, again this weekend, Dublin will not be far away. But, yeah, that man will take stopping because, like he's 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 been in superb form, superb form there last year as well for Derry, um, nearly leading to, leading them to an All Ireland final. But Marchin could be the very man, and it's funny, like obviously the, the height of Marchin, and you know everyone kind of saying even Clifford even has a few inches on him, and he and he's still doing a very good job. So Marchin just kind of gets up and gets on with it. But, um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to be a great spectacle, Mister Brennigast. Absolutely, yeah. Like, and I suppose with McGuigan playing in a full forward, maybe it might be Clancy that picks him up. Um, but I suppose uh, Clancy's obviously been freshly into the Dublin team 
recently. So whether they do put them on them, I think you know could be a bit of a risk at the same time. But uh, we will have to wait and see. In terms of a prediction, then what 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 do you reckon? Do you think the Dubs could uh, mm. win it? Uh, which would be uh, yeah, a big win because obviously Dublin lost away to Derry last season in the league in Division mm. Two. Uh, they had a big lead and then they they threw it away in the second oh, half. Um, what do you reckon, Derry? Derry at home. I mean, I think Derry might yeah. be slight favourites. Mm. Very, very tight. It's going to be very, very tight. Uh, it's again. I think it will be very like last year. I can't see either team really pulling away from either team. It'll go down to the wire. I think it'll be a kick of a ball near the end. It might be a free to win it. It might be McGuigan free to win it. It could be who's taking the freeze for Dublin these days. Is is it um who's taking the freeze for Dublin Ireland? Can't uh, is it Con? Is he taking the freeze? I think. Um, it, it would usually be Costello, but Costello's obviously no. not on the side. I'm so used to hmm. so used to saying but Dean Rock, but obviously Mister Rock's retired. Ross McGowan, Paddy Small, they they range between all of them really. Yeah, it varied. Paddy Small doing very well for Dublin at the minute as well. Uh, oh, probably going to be more now, and this might probably you might probably leave Celtic Park probably with a bit, a bit of a glum, glum kind of phase. But I might just sit in the fence, and I might just go with the draw here because it is at this current minute in time, two teams are flying, and not much to separate two teams. So I might just go with a draw, uh, and then if either team's going to win, I know you probably have to say either team. It probably be a point in the difference, but I go with a draw and a very. Close affair this weekend. Absolutely, yeah. Graham was saying here as well. That's Dublin's problem. We don't have a free, ta- a free there taker. No free taker yeah, yeah. I suppose at the minute with, with Costello's injury and obviously Dean Rock retiring, there's probably not a designated free taker. Obviously, Cluxton not on the side as well. But you know, I I think I'll back Dublin uh, for this one. I I think after that win uh, versus Kerry, with how well they performed, how well they played, um, the the work they were getting pressing up on kickouts. And I think with Derry, like they've got four wins on the board, they've been absolutely brilliant so far. I don't think like if they if they play that version of Dublin at the weekend, I, I do think Dublin will win the game. Now the question will be, look, Dublin are very inconsistent in the league at the best of times, and last year they were very inconsistent in patches. And sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with Dublin, but I do think if that version of Dublin turns up, I do think yeah. they'll have enough. And I also think there's a case as well where Derry don't need really anything win. from this game we actually think about no. it because like they've got eight they will want to win it though they will they, will. they absolutely it. will but yeah. i don't think it'll be the end of the world if they lose it and look i don't think it's the end of the world if dublin yeah. lose it either um uh-huh. but i think Derry are probably on course for a league final even even if they do lose but this you know it is very interesting and i know of again these early days but look we will only have four months left left of the year you know, when this game finishes, I think if Dublin were to beat Derry this weekend, I think it really pro- it probably would set a bit of a marker down. And it, you're, you're, like a lot of fans and supporters and pundits, so on and so forth, would be saying, Right, Derry were kind of flying up until this. And if Dublin were to win this weekend, a lot of people would be saying, Right, where did Derry stand to win in All Ireland? That's probably the way a lot of people will be will be talking after the game. So I think if Dublin were to go over the line, it probably set a marker down and said, right, we're here to you know do back to back and get our get, get our show on the road and try to do three, 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 four, five, whatever. So obviously a dairy win, it'll be a good kind of marker to see where they're at. But yeah, oh look at roll on, big man, roll on. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think I'll I will go for Dublin to just about edge it, but I think it's going to be very close, and I think it's going to be an absolute, uh, an absolute cracker 
in fairness. Uh, Kerry versus Tyrone. Um, obviously, oh, two, yeah, two more teams that know each other very well. I feel like Tyrone always seem to do this in the league where they, they're on a bad run of form and then they play Mayo and Kerry back-to-back and they just... <laughs> they just um, it's been a common theme over the last couple of years. You think back to 2021 as well, everybody wrote Tyrone off and then they beat Kerry and, um, or, and, and Mayo to win the All-Ireland. And it's been like that. I remember a couple of years ago in the league as well when they beat Mayo and Kerry, uh, and Kerry in the final two games. Could they do it again? Beat Kerry away from home after Kerry's... Suppose lackluster performance and the fact that Tyrone did look very good against Mayo, in particular in the second half. Mm. Yeah, another really good game to look forward to this weekend. And ah, oh, like yeah, like a big heavyweight clash like this, and two teams that know each other very, very well over the years. So no, this would be this be hopefully a great game uh, this weekend. And I think Tyrone. After last weekend, that kind of you know the, the game against Mayo, and obviously Darren McCurry coming on and kicking eight great points. It'll be very interesting. I'm presuming he will be in from the start, not like last weekend. So he'll he'll have to be in from the start after that form he showed last weekend. But yeah, another great game to look forward to. You know, Jack O'Connor looked very probably disappointed after the Dublin game there last weekend. He'd be mad to kind of get right the wrongs from last weekend. As you say, can Tyrone do this thing of you know beating Mayo and then beating Kerry again? It will be interesting. But I just think Kerry. I think I think I think Kerry probably need I think Kerry's need is that bit greater. You know, obviously David Clifford, you know, he'll probably not be happy with his, you know, not to mount too much pressure and attention on David, but I suppose this is this is the territory he comes with. He probably will be disappointed with his, you know, league campaign, you know, so far. So I think he'll be he'll be mad to kind of write a few wrongs this weekend. And obviously Paddy Clifford has been has been has been you know quite enough by his standards. He was he was good. He was very good against. I think it was Mayo uh, last weekend. But I suppose these games are coming ticket fast, so it's hard to it's hard to uh, keep that uh, level of quality up and up. But yeah, like it's again, it's it's an intriguing sort of clash. And Tyrone again, very much like the other teams in Division Two, you do not know what you're going to get with Tyrone because a lot of people probably would have fancied Mayo to win that last weekend. Obviously, with the players leaving Tyrone, obviously Fergal Logan not being about for Tyrone. Um, obviously we wish him well with his recovery. Hope he hope he's doing well. But you just don't know what you're going to get with Tyrone. It really like it's it's a complete mixed bag. They could really show up this weekend and. You know, go up to the kingdom and just absolutely tear into them and you know Darren McCurry could shoot the lights out but I just think Kerry will be frustrated with probably how the league has gone Dublin really dictated them last weekend much to your delight Aaron so I think as one commenter there did say you'd expect to kick out of Kerry I think it probably will come against this weekend Tyrone have bet them a lot in recent years Kerry will want to get that record right again and yeah I think I think Kerry how would you describe it, Aaron? I think Kerry will be angry this weekend, and I think you'll see a very different Kerry this weekend. I, like, you can only just presume, Aaron, because I keep saying the season's flying, months are flying. Kerry probably will need to get themselves sorted and organised and going. So, yeah, expecting a response from Kerry this weekend, and God knows what, what Tyrone team's going to turn up. Absolutely, yeah, and especially Kerry at home. Like, it is a, a long L distance for, for, for yeah. the Toronto lads to... To travel down and and everything else, uh, Killin said has a good point here as well. As an Armagh fan, I hate to admit it, but Throne can turn on the magic, uh, but can they do it consistently? Like that, that okay. is the that is the criticism of uh, of Throne. And I know on the the last show, um, myself and Matthew were getting a, a few few comments from a few Throne supporters, even though we're like we praised them for the win, you know. But I suppose you can't please everyone sometimes. Um, <laughs> but 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 yeah, like. But I think, well, sorry, Aaron. Welcome to the world of 
punditry. You're never right. You're never wrong. You're never in between. I don't know. Like it just, it's a very, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough going. Ah, yeah, yeah. But sure, look, as, as those were used to the abuse anyway, so it's, uh, it's all well and good, all well and good, but um, still there. but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've I still got you. <laughs> no, it's 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 funny there. I I was I was just I was I was just saying about punditry. Welcome to the world of punditry. You're never right. You're never wrong. And then, like our, our line drops when that when that starts to happen. So, I don't know. Was that is it? Was that in the waters? <clears throat> Yeah, no, I think my uh, my own microphone uh, just disconnected there. But um, yeah, I was speaking about Tyrone. Yeah, the Tyrone, obviously Tyrone's inconsistency. Like, I mean, it's been like I, I can't actually remember the last time Tyrone put three or four wins back to back against top teams. Like, and that's that's the problem with Tyrone. Like, I don't think anyone's doubting the the ability. Like, when they have all their best players there, and Dara Khanov and Dara McCurry. You know, they won in all Ireland three years ago. I know a good bulk of those players have left, but there's there's a huge amount of talent in the county under twenty all Ireland success as well. So um the problem is they just can't do it consistently enough. Um so yeah, like you'd look at it and carry a home, like you, especially you'd, you'd expect a kick out of them, so you would expect them to to kick on and win it. Yeah, definitely. And you can hear me all right, yeah? All good. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you all right. I thought the line was a bit dodgy. No, um, yeah, I, I think there will be response from Kerry, and I think, I think Jack, Jack O'Connor. He, I keep saying it though, he'll not be impressed the way Kerry went about the business last weekend, and you no know, better game than a Tyrone game to kind of get these Kerry lads up and going. I know obviously Paddy Talley, you know, he'll be he'll be mad to put one over his native county Tyrone, and he he'll be he'll be studying the Tyrone lads this week for the Kerry lads, but. Yeah, I think that they'll not be impressed. As I said, you probably see a different, a, a potentially angry Kerry team. You know, obviously, you know, it's in Kerry, isn't it, Aaron? Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 up in Kerry. Long trip for the Tyrone lads. Obviously, going down the night before, whatever the site, you know, common sense would say that. But obviously, sometimes the county teams, it, it sometimes leads to the opposite. But yeah, you'll you'll see a different Kerry this weekend. And obviously, you know, the way the, 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 the way the kingdom were. It was just the, the, like last weekend. I don't know. It, it kind of did go to show, and obviously you were at the game yourself, and you're probably seeing closer to hand. But it probably does see this over reliance. I know Sean O'Shea's been tried at full forward at the minute, and has gone to plan. I don't really think so. It probably. Well, I think who tweeted that the weekend was it you? Oh, you McKenna or Wilberto or some of these boys just saying that's. Or I think or no, actually Mal McMullen. I think actually, yeah, uh, our fellow pundit uh, on the podcast, he just said that that's probably the end of the Clifford and Sean O'Shea experiment. So I think it's probably time for Sean O'Shea to go back to centre half forward and put in Cliff, uh, put in Clifford full forward. Um, so that experiment, it'll be interesting to see what happens, you know, with that this weekend because obviously them two pair of boys are fantastic, fantastic footballers. So. Kerry will need big games from that them lads, but it does go to show, and I, I think this could potentially might come back to haunt Dublin. Or sorry, Dublin Kerry in the All Ireland stages. If Clifford's radar isn't on for Kerry, like it wasn't against uh, Dublin last weekend, and I know Kerry have been blessed with forwards over the years. If Clifford's radar's not on, Kerry look like they're in real bother. And I think I said it to you or some lads a couple of weeks ago. Dublin have so many forwards. I think Derry maybe. If they can on on earth maybe one forward to maybe help Mr. Wigan up front, but this is why Dublin are so powerful, so strong. They've an array of forwards, an array of talent, and this is why they've won so many All Irelands because they've been blessed with forwards. Whereas the Clifford's radar's not on, or Shane McGuigan's radar's not on for Derry, 
them mm. two teams probably will struggle later in line, but that's maybe for another day's conversation. But yeah, it's going to be a good one this weekend, hopefully. Absolutely. What are you thinking then? You're, you're going for Kerry to, to win at home? In for yeah, like, again, big trip for Tyrone. I know that probably doesn't have a part to play. Maybe it does. I don't want to do Shane Corn and off the ball there and say that maybe the Tyrone ads won't have breakfast that morning or talk. <laughs> God, what he was saying uh, the night before the All Ireland Club final. But um, I think you'll probably look at. I think if you're a Kerry fan, and like I know a lot of Kerry fans are probably giving out about the game there last weekend. But if you're a Kerry fan, you'll be expecting a big performance. You'll be expecting a different Kerry this weekend. I think Kerry. Yeah, I think Kerry get over the line here, and I think it, it, it's time for them really to stand up and get their season underway, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I'm going to go for Kerry as well. I think just just about though, because Tyrone yeah. showed like a lot of quality, obviously, um, towards the end of that Mayo game, and in, in particular, um, in in the second half. So you would expect Tyrone to come out all guns blazing and, and start very strong. Um, but I, I do think Kerry will will just about have enough to come through a, a by a point. Mayo against Ross Common. Obviously, no love lost between uh, the Mayo uh, men and the Rossi men down the years. Obviously, Ross Common turning over Mayo last year, which I know uh, was certainly probably the highlight of the year for for most Ross Common fans, and and certainly probably the one of the worst moments of the year from uh, from for Mayo fans. Just a week after they won the league final, big win for Ross Common. The last time out, uh, obviously a, a resounding win against Monaghan in more ways than one. Can they go away to Mayo and pull off a, a big shock? Um, or, is, or is it even a big shock anymore if Roscommon went away to Mayo? Because they seem to be making a good habit of it at this stage. Is it? Mm, well, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind being I wouldn't like, mind being along the sideline for this one and hearing Kevin McStay and Davey Burko toe-to-toe this weekend. My God, uh, there will be some lot of stuff going on there now they'll be they'll be asking each other what time it is during the game without but yeah obviously Kevin McStay going up against his former charges um Mayo look like and how obviously Mayo fans probably won't thank for this and oh you've a lot of a lot, a lot of a lot of Mayo supporters Aaron but I think Mayo probably are in a spot of bother and our good fellow uh pundit uh, Kevin Kennedy has kind of done a lot of stats on them this year and he hasn't been probably impressed with their shooting power and not you know, basically being able to score from the left hand side flank and not offering there a much, uh, not not offering much down that end. And obviously, you have James O'Donoghue and Paddy Andrews saying on the football pod that you know there's probably not any male player, the top ten players in the country at the minute. And I was actually doing a list with a the lad there today, and you know, do you have Ryan O'Donoghue potentially in that list? And after that, I'm I'm not too sure what male players you could really include in that. But I think they are a spot of bother, and I really don't think for Mayo at this stage. Like they have been poor so far in the league, and obviously Kevin McStay will not be happy with that. But I just think they're, I even think regarding All Ireland, I think they're still, still, you know, they're they really aren't really near Dublin carrying Derry's level at this current minute in time. It's hard to really put your finger on what the crack is really with Mayo probably where one dimensional and haven't really gone away from old kind of old failings and old tactics and old players probably for want of a better. War, but Roscommon, Roscommon will be confident after getting the win against Monaghan last weekend. Davy Burke will be mad putting over Mayo. They need points ba- badly. Uh, both teams definitely need points, of course. But it will be it will be interesting. Roscommon, I think Roscommon probably like I've I've always said about Roscommon's boards. Like if 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 they, if they can really stand if they could stand up this weekend, it'd be interesting. But yeah, again, 
a tight, tight game. Will we see much quality in it? I'm not too sure. Two teams probably not in you know, great form, really. Not probably going to be a game for the ages, but you know, could you be looking at a draw here? Probably one or two points win for either team. Um, but yeah, I think I think we're common. I think the Rossies might, might it could be it could, it could be their weekend this weekend. They might just sneak a win here. Yeah, Keen is saying here, tipping the Rossies to beat Mayo. Mayo have been off the boil in their last few games while Roscommon got a vital win over Monaghan. A win here for Roscommon, and I think they will uh, be safe. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think five points, I think, would would be enough, uh, certainly, I think. A2 says Ray Charles could tell how Mayo are going to play. Is McStay ever going to try something different? Yeah, like, I suppose that is the, the, the criticism of Mayo and... I know our good friend Kevin Kennedy has obviously been saying that as well. Like they haven't really changed much how they how they play football over the last few years. And when you watch uh, Mayo under McStay and you watch Mayo under James Horan, it's very it's very similar. It's just running the ball, not really kicking it, um, not much variation to their play. A lot of athleticism, um, bursting you know forward wing backs, obviously trying to get the ball into into Ryan O'Donoghue, maybe too much. At, at the best of times, like when they're at it and when they're good and when they're all on form, they're very, very hard to stop. Um, but it does feel like when you've got one or two players that are sort of out of the cog a little bit with Mayo, they, they, you know, the the house of cards seems to crumble, crumble down very, very quickly. And yeah, I'd probably agree with Keane as well. I'd, I'd actually fancy Roscommon to, to win this mm-hmm. because after how well they played against Monaghan, the confidence that would have given them. Um, Donny Smith obviously back on the side from his uh, yeah, suspension. Well, Ender, Smith, Ender Smith's been absolutely brilliant as well. Yeah, um, yeah. And look, Russ Common have been there. They did it. They, they did it obviously um, last season in the championship. I know Mayo obviously beat them in the league. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd fancy the Rossies to win this. In fairness. Yeah, like and they will. They will definitely be there thereabouts this weekend. But like again, Mayo very much like Tyrone. You don't know what Mayo you're going to get this weekend. I'm very angry Kevin McStay in training this weekend because sorry this week because he, he definitely wouldn't have been happy with how you suppose how things have been moving. Again, you wouldn't be surprised if Mayo may potentially I know I kinda uh, did hype up the Rossies there a couple of a couple of seconds ago, but again, you wouldn't be surprised if Mayo were to get a result here after after the poor performances in recent weeks. So you know, again, you 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 don't really know. Like it, it, two managers that probably are under a lot of pressure, like David Burke with Russ Common and Kevin McStay. So both managers definitely would be under pressure to start getting results and start getting performances and getting getting stuff out of players. But oh, like it's it's a funny, funny sort of game. Like, and I know obviously you know Russ Common with 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 David Burke. We've we've heard in recent weeks with the amount of training sessions he's been doing and getting players out and getting them motivated so on so forth and. Getting them getting that kind of will to put on the Rossi jersey, but oh, like it's a funny, funny sort of game. I might, I probably renege on what I'm saying here, but I, I look at McStay will be disappointed. He knows all about what's coming now after coaching them a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think the Mayo faithful will be happy. I think, I think Mayo will up the ante, and I think they probably will get a result, but. You know, it's paper and over cracks. I still, I know, obviously, we, we, we and you'll be talking on talking later on in the year, but all Ireland candidates and so on and so forth. But you know, they, they might get a win this weekend. But regarding even a Connacht title potentially this year, they might you might win one. But an All Ireland, they can forget about it for the time being. Yeah, Gavin says. Uh, Hart says Russ Common. Brain says draw. 
RF and Shag Boys 100 euro bet should be interesting when they uh, meet again in April. <laughs> um, yeah, like anytime I see uh, RF on Twitter, yeah. he, he's always going mad at Russ Common anyway. He certainly has a, a fair few agendas uh, with, yeah. with Russ Common. So, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say. I'd say if uh, if if Russ Common do beat Mayo, you probably won't see him um, Months, for years. for at least a couple of weeks anyway. Um, no. But yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, so you were going for a Mayo results. I am going I for Ross Common. Uh, Mon- Monaghan versus Galway. Monaghan, it's it's not looking good for for them at the minute. Galway, uh, three points on the board so far. Yeah. Do you think your neighbours are? Are going down, or do you think they can they can pull off the great escape again? I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't bet against them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it past them. Look, at Monaghan. It's very funny, and obviously the Dublin game a couple of weeks ago, the first game to get it all to get the ball rolling. You thought right, Monaghan's in for a good league campaign, and they just kind of fell away since, and they have not been good. Um, I don't know. Is it the Rory Began factor? Is that playing a bit of a part in the squad? Him not being about such a leader, such a great player for them in recent years like him not being back around the dress room and just being away like is that having a big impact on the squad and suppose the media noise around him is that kind of a bit of a sideshow for him for them and him I'm, I'm not too sure and that's maybe having a bit of an impact on results um you know Monaghan obviously you know Conor McCarthy and you know you have Jack McCarran but like it, it, it probably a lot of it always seems to boil down to like Conor McManus and like I think if they're going to keep relying on Conor McManus to dig them out of holes as we've seen against Armagh last year in the championship you know I think it's 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 time to kind of start to move on from that and I think it's time for the likes of Jack McCarran to really st- stand up and be counted because Conor McManus and you know I've seen I know he was on the BBC social podcast with Thomas Zibrook and saying about all Ireland and saying this that and the other but you know Conor McManus like he's you're talking about your coaching hat being put on at this stage. He's 35, 36 years of age. So I think for them to keep going back to McManus and you know relying on him, I think they really need to, I suppose, move away from that at this stage. A top, top class player, but you know, he's just he's not, you know, he's not a 70-minute man anymore. So is this the year Monaghan go down? It will be very interesting to see. Can they can they can they get a result this weekend? Galway poor against Derry last weekend. Well, not too bad considering you know they're obviously missing Comer and Shane Walsh at the minute. I think when them pair of boys come back, they'll be very, they'll, you know, they'll be, they'll be a different animal completely. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think if, I think if Gold would put in, sorry, Gold would put in a similar like performance that, like it did against Aaron, obviously improve and they're finishing. I think they will have enough to beat Monaghan this weekend. So, yeah, again, probably a tight account encounter expected. Probably not the greatest of quality game either. I'd say. Um, Oh, like again, Monin very much like Toronto. Sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with them, but yeah, Galway. You see, I don't know. Like, is Shane watching Comer? Like, can they are they going to be fit for this weekend, Aaron? Do you know that? No, I don't think so. To be honest, yeah. I don't think so. Like, they haven't they haven't been around the last couple of weeks. They haven't been anywhere near the panel really. So it's it's hard to know. Like, you won't really know until like like most county teams, it's a closed shop really until until yeah. the weekend. Um. I think from what I've seen, anyway, it looks like oh, we're being very, they've been very cautious with the boat with them because I think we yeah, have, yeah. as we've seen with with Galway, when they don't have those two available, they do, they do, they do massively struggle. So I think there is an argument of holding them lads back for for the championship and yeah. and everything else, especially when you look at Croaks obviously going as far as they did in the All Ireland series and everything else with Shane Walsh, um, yeah. like he's played a lot of football. Over the last two years, 
Do you reckon Conor McManus comes back in for Monaghan? Do you think he... he, he well, he it's kind of got... It's kind of got to that stage. Like, do you bring the back? Do you bring back the Messiah? Like, is the Messiah fit for fit to do this anymore? But he's kind of like, like he's 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 such a fantastic player. He's such a fantastic you know ambassador for Monaghan over the years. But I keep saying it's like it, it, it is a time for the, the likes of Jack McCarran to really stand up, stand up, and I suppose take the take take the, you know carry on the content. I know obviously Kieran Hughes retired. Kieran would be a big loss link to that kind of Monaghan setup. Kind of that bit of energy he always brought on uh, to the Monaghan set up over the years but Monaghan like the ha- the ha- they just haven't had a good league campaign Galway 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 have been kind of you know going going about their business in, a, in an okay sort of way but oh like again it, it, another another funny sort of game but I just think the way things are at the minute and the way I suppose Monaghan have been moving you know obviously Monaghan do need to get points as well as that so it, it, it's a funny sort of kind of psychology kind of going into it but Again, it's funny. You wouldn't be surprised if Monaghan were to pull off some sort of sort of a result. But I think if Galway, I don't know if Shane Walsh could even come on, or if it come, or can, if they can get a few minutes of either of them boys, I think that could even that could swing the vote for him. So, yeah, I think Galway might just get over the line this weekend. Yeah, Sam was saying here, Dublin to end Derry hype. Uh, are Derry all hype? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, no. Look, I'm I'm just asking the question. That's that's basically what that is. Um, I don't necessarily think Derry are all hype, but I do think at the same time Dublin will give Derry a, a small reality check this weekend. And look, could be famous last word. <laughs> certainly, I've certainly got many many a predictions wrong. So um, yeah, f- feel free to, to come back to me and and laugh at me and everything else when uh, when Derry go and absolutely hammer Dublin now. But um. But no, look, Derry, Derry are going to be there come the come the end of the year. Absolutely, yeah. um, no doubt about that. Keane says Galway to shade it, and A two says Galway have performed admirably considering they're missing three, four of their best players. Yeah, look, I've got a feeling about Monaghan, and it's it's just because of the fact that they've been here so many times, and they turn up when it matters most, and you feel like at home, um, in in Clonus, they. Like if they, you feel like if they're not going to get anything from this weekend, I do think it's done, and I, and I think for that reason, they're going to give absolutely everything. We're going to see the best version of Monaghan that that we've oh, seen so far. Probably, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going to go for them to win. I'm going to go yeah. for them to, to upset Galway ever so slightly. Which I know in current form that doesn't really make sense given Monaghan's recent results, and I do agree. Galway yeah. looked, looked all right the last few weeks, but and it's funny though. Like with a lot of these games, you can overthink a lot of these games because, like, when you when you're looking at them, you're looking at corners, you're looking at little little bits along the way. Can this happen? Can this happen? And it's kind of like nearly for the the weekend of overthinking. But yeah, you could really make a strong strong case for both teams. But I think it's kind of it's do or die for Monday now these last couple of games. But I I don't know. Like it's hard to know when to get that form back so quickly after last weekend, but. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to call it. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But look, let us know in the comments down below what's your uh, predictions for the Division One games. Uh, looking at Division Two, we'll start with Cavan. Oh yes, Mead. You were saying at the top of the show, obviously a bit of a you know a, a traditional historic rivalry between Cavan and Mead. Obviously, you don't get to play each other very often. Um, so I think a lot of people forget that there is a. A good L rivalry between uh, both of yourselves. Obviously, two counties that aren't too far away from each other uh, as well, albeit in two different provinces. Um, but yeah, like excited for this. You said you're going to the game, obviously. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, it doesn't get it doesn't get much bigger than this. You win this, and you set up that Armagh game as a, a huge little outsider for a promotion. Yeah, look, it's going to be it's going to it's going to be a good game this weekend. Look, we're all we're all looking forward to it now. It's um, it's a perfect time, seven o'clock on a Saturday evening. It's a beautiful time for a game. You know, a lot of people are kind of saying when weeks previous the court game being a four on a Saturday and so on and so forth. So. Yeah, it's um, it's it sets it sets it up perfectly this weekend, and we're all kind of looking forward to it. And yeah, very impressed with how things have gone so far this year. Um, you know, obviously at the start of the year, you're thinking, right, Ray Gallagher, how's things going to go for him, and the ins and outs and county management. But you know, he he literally can't be bar the Donegal game, and obviously Donegal bet us only by one point to Bradley Park there a few weeks ago. So. Yeah, he has to be very, very impressed. A good, very good win against Loud last weekend. Obviously, I think we had 13 players to finish up the game and we still got over the line. Um, and obviously, another good win against Cork the week before. And then, obviously, a one point defeat to Donegal and then Kildare beating Kildare the first round. But yeah, it's gone well. It's gone well. Paddy Lynch is absolutely shooting lights out, um, you know, averaging about eight, nine points a game. He's really. He's really, he's really doing well. I'm delighted for him. It, he's in, I, I've said, I think I said this to you last year, the year before. He probably has been the forward calf, and I've been crying out for years at this stage. He's a very impressive lad. Um, you know, he, he has all it takes to be that sort of kind of marquee forward. Like he's, he's strong. He's big. He's kind of, he's probably this sort of, he's probably the perfect example or prime example of what a county player probably needs to look like these days. And um, obviously, Darren Mavini is injured at the minute. He'll be, he'll be a welcome addition when he comes back. And you know, Kieran Hall Brady, James Smith from um, Crystal Law had a great game there last weekend. Um, so yeah, you you do have a strong you do have a strong kind of cabin team there at the minute, and a lot of lads are you know chomping at the bit to get get their starting jerseys. And you know, this this weekend against Mead, it'll be it, it'll be no different. It's a local derby. Mead probably quite up and down sort of league two. Good wins the last uh, couple of games. Um, me probably trying to still figure themselves out and figure the squad out, and obviously a few lads come back from from um from injury. But yeah, it's going to be a good game. Hopefully, a good crowd in Kingsman Brefty as well. A good kind of crowd comes out. It's really a perfect time for a lot of people. So hopefully, there'll be big. Obviously, Kevin and me kind of crowd come down. The slag and the bond. There's been rivalry throughout the years. There's always good good kind of crack and. You know, Mead will Mead will cause a few. Like, it will be it will be a tight game. And obviously, Kevin are in very good form at the minute, and you know, probably riding a bit of a crest of wave. But it'll not be easy this weekend. You know, we still have a lot of good quality Mead footballers to shut down. The likes of Matthew Costello, Costello. I'm not sure on Jordan Mars's fitness this weekend. Obviously, Jordan's playing his uh, club football at Cavan these days for Kingscourt. So. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good game. It'll not be negative. Like I think the last time these these lads have said at the start of the podcast, they played uh, you know back in twenty eighteen. I think that was the last time uh, they played each other. And that's they played each other in challenge matches. So I haven't played each other on a whole pile of you know haven't got a chance to play each other a whole pile of time. So yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good fun on Saturday night. Absolutely, yeah. Colleen says here uh, from an Armagh point of view, if we get. The win from Fermanagh, Cavan, always make me nervous. Um, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, Cavan are, are coming over the coming over the hill. You know, uh, Gavin says here, mad. Cavan have no games on TV. Oh, Arma, Gavin, Don't be, start yeah. me, Gavin. Don't start me. Do not start me on this. Yeah, very frustrating now at the minute. Um, I I think it's it's just 
you would be like it, it's kind of hard to know where the really kind of I don't know like I was kind of making a joke like we like you know we do play football like I, I, we do play football to the GA people but like I thought by going up to Division Two right we're going to get a lot of games there's going to be a lot of media exposure and it just hasn't turned out like that at all and realistically this game's not going to be on the box um I know obviously a lot of people will hope to get to it but this game's not going to be on the box to my knowledge their manic game's not going to be on the box in case I was watching your podcast the other night but. Yeah, the Armagh game to me, no, Jaren's not going to be on it either, unless there's going to be changes for Mana games, not going to be on it either. So, definitely has been disappointed in that regard. So, you know, the court game probably would have been a, a great game to be shown because like, it would have been a lot, very difficult for a lot of people to get away to that game up to Cork on a Saturday suppose, morning, essentially. And obviously, Cavan people, you know, the, the viewing figures would be great, Cork figures would have been great, but obviously, GA Go just didn't think that way. So, it definitely has been kind of disappointing in that regard that GA Go probably hasn't really given us, I suppose, a fair crack at the whip, especially going up the divisions and expecting to see your county kind of play. And, you know, Armagh have really got a fair crack at the whip on GA Go, Donegal have, even for Mana have, Mayo always seem to get their games on TV for some ungodly reason. So, it's just been, it's been weird, but look at this is the world we live in. Yeah, like, I mean, was the Donegal, the Donegal game was on TV, though. I think that was the only game that was on TV, was it? The Donegal game wasn't even on TV, Aaron. Oh, it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. It, the Donegal, the Donegal Watts game wasn't on TV. Like, and it's just, it's it's hard to really know. You'd be scratching your head. And it, 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 it's, yeah. obviously, circumstances and obviously the, the nature of people's lives getting away to games. But it's just probably for the older generation not being maybe fit to watch Calvin games or... You know, oh geez, like if someone in, in their seventies or eighties, oh god, how's Cavan doing? Or I'd love to see them in the box. Just haven't got the opportunity to see them. Part of kind of cup games potentially, so it's going to be continuing because, to my knowledge, there's no games going to be going to be streamed or shown. And it's just I suppose it, it, can, it it's it is very disappointing. But look at it's hopefully next year things will change. Circumstances might change, and we might get a bit of a look in. But um, yeah, no, it's it's a good one this weekend, and it just seems to be like I suppose if, for a lot of Cavan faithful or fans. It's probably if you haven't got a chance to see them this weekend. Sorry, so far this weekend's the ideal opportunity. It's a local derby. Mead will be coming down. It's a short enough trip for them. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, obviously Mead coming in with a, a little bit of form, back to back wins, obviously against Loud and Kildare. So, like coming in with a bit of form. I mean, obviously yourselves are in great form as well. Three wins from four. Like, so it does have to. The makings of a of a good game, but like where where do you think Mead are at? Could could you see them coming to Breffney Park and and maybe upsetting a few people? I mean, I don't know what the odds are for this game. Maybe, maybe they might be even. To be fair, um, I, I think you could really see this game being a draw. But could you see Mead put, putting it on your your own lads this weekend? Yeah, like it, it, it is hard to know. Like, and I suppose like a lot of these games, it seems to be whatever teams need is greater. But I think me probably do probably need the points that bit more than us. But I think we will be mad to put one over them. And you know, get, like again, Aaron, it is a local derby, and anytime you're playing your rivals, you 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 normally do. Hopefully, the Cavaliers will step up to the plate. But you wouldn't be surprised. Like obviously, me had a good week, good win uh, last weekend. And obviously, I was talking to our fellow pundit Joe Sheridan a couple of days ago, and he probably wasn't overly impressed with how me played there last weekend. And, I was watching Graham Gerty on off the ball there during the week and he probably wasn't impressed himself. But look, they've done enough to get the wins and results, so they'll be happy enough. Colin O'Rourke, he'll have his study done, the Cavan lads in the form and prowess of some of the lads at the minute. But look, it, again, it, it would be nice to see kind of strong me kind of come up through the ranks again and obviously compete for your Leinster Championships and you know, you know know get, get a strong me back again. I'm hearing serious talk of a very, very good and big 
strong mid under 20 team at the minute and I think that's the the minor team from a couple of years ago so don't be surprised if you hear for the mid under 20s probably most much you're discussed <laughs> having a good team this year but look at yeah it, again I think it will be cagey it will definitely be tight hopefully free flowing and I think as a commenter there, there said Paddy Leach probably will be the difference maker he probably will Mead will have their homework done on him they will be marking him very closely he'll be a watchman he'll be a watchman now for the rest of the year probably the rest of his playing days he's been he's um, he's, he's, he's that good I was talking to Mickey Graham actually in a couple of weeks ago there and he's obviously coaching the Leitrim, Leitrim lads at the minute and he just said it's, it's a lot less pressurised I suppose he's in with Andy Moore on there and he was basically saying about Paddy Lynch that you know if he can just be consistent you know at what he's doing if he could do, try to do that week in week out Cabin really would be in a good place and I suppose that level of consistency for Paddy maybe over the years hasn't been there but he's really doing very very well at the minute and as I said on Twitter there last week, Ray Gallagher can only be impressed with how things are going at the minute. And I like the way even Pork Falk has kind of been moved around the middle uh, the field at the minute. He's kind of been moved up to wing back there. And I think sometimes Pork Falk, when he's probably listed to mark the you know the main man and the team we're playing, might struggle a bit. He, he did it, uh, defensively, he can he can kind of be caught off guard at times. So I think he'll be. I think he's just better suited just getting up the field and maybe can be pushed out instead of being played full back because he just enjoys getting up the field and scoring. Um, so yeah, no things things are moving very well at the minute, and I suppose if you're a Cavan supporter, you, you you definitely do have to be, you definitely do have to be happy with the way the team is progressing. What do you reckon then, in terms of a prediction? You reckon you I, beat them? I think we will win. I hope we will win um, and keep up this good run of form. It's in Breffley Park, obviously, obviously your home advantage as people always say it's it's a it's nearly worth a point or two to you. Me probably, you know, they have had two good wins, but I think the way Cavan are at the minute, Ray Gallagher will be mad for a win this weekend. Again, it will be tight, it'll be cagey, but yeah, I think yeah, I think we'll get a win this week. I, I think we will get a win this weekend, and you could be looking potentially at a three or four point win, fingers crossed, for the boys in blue. Yeah, I think I'd uh, I'd go for Cavan as well to, to come through. Like, Cheers, you know, Aaron. Uh, Top man. No brother at all. Look him, um, you know, <laughs> for a favour, you know. Uh, I looked I looked after you with Dublin, did I? Or did I say a draw with you? I think I, no, I think you went the other way. Yeah, I think I'd, I maybe maybe draw, me might win it? this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll Ooh. see, we'll see. Uh, fingers crossed for the boys in blue. Keep winning. But the only thing is it's a funny thing uh, before we jump on to the next game, Aaron. I would probably like to stay put in Division 2 and that probably sounds a bit mad or whatever but I I, I just think it's, it is the level we're at you know you, we've been only getting one point we only bet Lyre a point we only bet Cork by a point we got bet by a point against Donegal we bet Calera by a few points so I do think maybe give this Ray Gallagher project maybe a year or two and then maybe look at Division 1 football I just think if we can just stay put I know win winning's a habit keep winning and bring momentum and stuff but mm. I it sounds probably like is it a mad thing to say? Just I want to stay in Division Two. I'm not sure. Is it you, know, you want to create high standards so on and so forth? But I genuinely would be happy with Division Two football next year. I don't know if there's any Cavan fans watching watching here tonight, but I'd be happy to stay put. And that's not being being lazy or l- lacking desire or going up. But I just yeah, I'd be happy with Division Two next year. Mm. Yeah, no, I can understand that to be fair because you don't want to go straight up to division one and then come straight back down and have a bit of negativity. Um, so I, I can't, I can't completely understand that. In fairness, two teams that definitely won't be, uh, won't have any worries <laughs> about division one football next year is both, uh, Cork and Kildare. Um, they'll more so have division three potentially on their mind. Um, as it stands, Cork, obviously with their first win 
of the season last week against Fermanagh. First win in the league, if you're not counting pre-season. And uh, Kildare are obviously four from four in terms of the feeds so far in the league. Like, it feels like Kildare are, are already gone. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. huge win for, for Cork. Just about getting over the line against Fermanagh last time. Yeah. With Maura Shanley getting that late goal. Like, Cork at home and Parky Cueve, especially after that win versus Fermanagh, you'd have to fancy them. Um, God only knows. But Kildare, like, you're looking at Kildare and you're thinking, like, it just doesn't look like there's going to be a kick out of them at all, really, is there? Like, I know, mm-hmm. you know, like, obviously, we didn't get to see too much of the, the Mead Kildare game, like, obviously, with Allianz League Sunday and everything else. But oh, I don't know. Like, it, I don't really know if, like, I know some people were saying Kildare played well, but from what I've seen, I don't really think they did, to be perfectly honest. Um, but what, what do you reckon for this one? Yeah, like look, I suppose the hardest thing—it's it's a tough thing to do in life. It's a tough, tough thing to do in sport. But when things are up against you, and I know, obviously, I know some of the Clare footballers when they're bet there last weekend, throwing the gloves in the ground and look frustrated. But I just think it—it—it—it it, it, it seems like it's a very hard thing to turn around. And I think Glenn Ryan, it just—the best for knowledge, and I suppose me and you were, were not involved in the Clare camp, or we're not near it. But it probably just looks like a bit of an unhappy, unhappy camp at the minute, and just doesn't seem to be any cohesion. And I know, obviously, look, at, we, you can talk about the backer team, your Johnny Doyle's, your Dermot Early's, your Anthony Rainbow's, so on and so forth. But sometimes, obviously, the, the best players sometimes don't make the best of coaches, or is it just a case of maybe Johnny Doyle replacing Mr. Glenn Ryan? We'll wait and see. But yeah, they're just they've just been very very disappointing, and I think Cork, Cork, <clears throat> obviously Daniel Gould and the Matthew Hurley, your fellow pundits, will tell us like Cork could just God knows what you get with Cork. Even when we were playing them, we didn't know what was going to happen early. So this weekend, but two teams that very well obviously with Clare is just in very very bad form, and obviously Cork only getting the win against Romana last weekend. So I think Cork might just get over the line in this one. Um, I think home advantage will be key for them. I think Kildare going up to Cork, Morallo not getting results, Glenn Ryan just looking very kind of peeved off in his post-match interviews. I just can't see it turning around too quickly. Tight little spin up to Cork. And yeah, I think Cork will get the two points there. And I think, yeah, I think Division 3 football is on the knee horizon for this Cork team. Sorry, Kildare team. Yeah, Gavin says if Kildare lose this, I wouldn't fancy them to win the Talchian with Westmead. No. And Sligo potentially in it with a few others. Yeah, no, you certainly wouldn't. Um, You certainly wouldn't. And yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with yourself, John. I think I would have to go with Cork to uh, to have a bit too much for Kildare at the minute. Um, As you said, like Kildare just seems to have massive problems on and off the field. Um, And a lot of their big players as well. I know a lot of chat does go into their backroom team and, and everything else, but I think a lot of their big players just haven't performed over the last couple no. of years as well. They, they just haven't like, really, uh, for like, whatever reason. Yeah, like, and not to prolong this, but like, if I was like a Kildare supporter, like, you have to be scratching your head. Like, and I would obviously, like, we, you can't, you know, you, no, no one can control what a person does, but like, it, it with, with Daniel Flynn there, like, like, I, I, like, it just seems to be one of the great unknowns. I know he came on as like a substitute, but you have to be getting so much more out of him. Like, he's the he's county's marksman, he's probably one of the best Kildare footballers Kildare have ever produced, and he just, whatever the situation is there, like, you know, just mm-hmm. doesn't need to be happy camp. But I don't know, I think. Does Glenn Ryan, you know, does he see out the rest of the year? Does he walk maybe after some of these games in the league? Does he walk before the championship? I'm not too sure. Does Johnny Doyle just come in and replace him? Is that the long-term plan? God only knows. But mm. I just think if Cork would get over the line this weekend, I know it's probably a tricky task to go up to Cork and try to get a result. But I just think Glenn Ryan, I think I said this on my own podcast, it was a chamber 
James Brady's podcast, I'm not too sure, but I just think Glenn Ryan's days are numbered in that Claire hot seat, and I think the misery is going to continue this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. I think I'd have to go with Cork to come through that one. For Mana against Armagh, can we see any shocks here? For Mana at home, difficult place to go. Where Armagh are looking very strong at the minute, in fairness. It would be very hard, you'd reckon, for, for Mana to get anything here. Yeah, Armal win this. Uh, Armal win this game, Aaron. Um, tough place to go. I could I could write a book on journeys down to Brewster Park over the years. The Cavan played for Man in Brewster Park over the years, and obviously under twenty one finals we won. But yeah, Armal win this. Um, I think they'll keep up their form. I, will it be hammering? I don't think so. I think Armal could comfortably win this, probably about maybe with seven or eight points. I'd say I think they'll, they'll really pull away at the end. Ray O'Neill coming on last weekend. Had a very good game. Not sure about the haircut, though. Jesus, I think he's going for the mullet. Don't know what is the story of these mullets, Mr. Prendergast. A lot to be said for a fade. They have to start copying me and you. But look at the Armagh. Johnny Murphy was saying during the week, they are hitting the right form at the right time. A lot of lads come back in. Supi Campbell doing very well at the minute. We've seen Charlie O'Burns come on as a sub at the weekend. So, Fermanagh, from, I was impressed with Fermanagh's performance against Donegal in the first half. Well organised, compact, and then they just completely went to the dogs, I suppose, in the second half. But, yeah, I think this is probably one of the more predictable uh, predictable results. Fermanagh will probably try to park the bus, try and make Armagh like, life difficult for themselves. But no, I think Armagh will get the win this weekend. And you're probably looking at, yeah, you're probably looking at seven or eight points victory for the lads in average. Yeah, I'd have to go for Armagh as well. I think, I think it will be a little bit closer. I think three or four okay. could see Fermanagh. Making it very tough. Um, they're obviously very hard to beat in in Brewster Park. I think they're unbeaten at home so far nah. in the league. Um, maybe the Donegal game might have been um, in. in I don't. From yeah, actually. I don't. Mead, Mead and Kildare were the two home games. I think they had. Yeah, like, and I, but I don't know. I could just foresee and look at you know it all happens in the day, but I could just see for I could just see our mark kind of opening up and from out of here, and I can. You know, Armagh will be mad to get back up to Division 1 as well. And, you know, two points probably will be on the rise this weekend. But I can just see Armagh, yeah, I can see them coasting home with this. It could be wrong. You know, Armagh could completely park the bus and, you know, stink the place out. But, yeah, Armagh will get the two points this weekend. Yeah, I think so as well. Donegal versus Loud, similar scenario. Donegal at home, though. Um, yeah, very hard to see anything other than a Donegal win here. Yeah, yeah, Donegal get over the line. Um Donegal get over the line. I think Lau could be staring down the barrel of relegation potentially if, if if they don't get something out of this weekend. We'll have to wait and see. It's two teams that go down, Aaron, isn't it? Two. It is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Two teams that go down. Yep. Yeah. Two. Yeah. So obviously you know, yeah, potentially loud and um, potentially who are we talking there loud and who else there. So look at yeah, I think Donegal will get the win, especially at home. You know, loud a bit of a journey for them to go up the road to Donegal. Obviously. You know, Oshin Gallon flying at the minute, and Paddy McBrady, you keep saying it, has the bit between the seat again, really looks very interested to push on for Jamie McGuinness this year. So, yeah, I think Donegal will win. Um, is it going to be a spectacle? You know, like, will you be paying your G? I don't in GA go or I don't in on the box at all this weekend, but yeah, no, I think I it's, it's it's not going to be, it's probably not going to be a game for the ages. I wouldn't say Sam Roy, a lot of pressure on him to deliver the goods this weekend, too. And um, Mr. Grimes as well, but yeah, I think probably another one's obvious result of the weekend. But yeah, Donegal mad for promotion, mad to get up, get up to Division One again. Two points on the horizon this weekend. It's a 
Yeah, absolutely. I think with the with how well Donegal have looked so far this year under Jim McGuinness and yeah. obviously the the um the form of Patrick McBrearty, uh, Oshin Gallon's been uh, absolutely brilliant as well. Uh, even if he obviously did miss a penalty last time out, he's been in uh, great form in fairness. Yeah, so I think it would have to go for a Donegal win. Uh, moving on to Division Three, then uh, Down versus Sligo. Looking at a lot of these Division Three games, a lot of them feel very um predictable but could you see the Sligo man? I mean look Sligo do have three wins from four but down are an absolutely yeah. flying form so like you couldn't really bet anything against the down win here. Yeah I think down down will win this weekend. Um you know obviously down like they'll be mad to get up to division two and obviously Connor Lafferty will be mad to get them up and I think I mean, I was hearing stories of Connor Lafferty I think with the playing Antrim there a couple of weeks ago it was a Kevin Kenny or Kevin McGur- or Kevin Kenny was saying that the Conor Laffey was roaring the absolute hell of them at half time or get into that bloody dressing room so God is what was said so yeah I think Down will get the win this weekend you know I think that Conor Laffey project I think I said to you last year it could be this year or next year where they really you know get get the fruits of the labour um, but yeah Down will beat Sligo this weekend I'd be quite sure but Sligo will put up a big fight obviously um, Tony McIntyre would be mad to putting over his former down counterparts. But yeah, I think down will get the job done this weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Richie says, hoping Sligo will give down a game this weekend, showing their potential. Um, yeah, look, Sligo have had some good results this year. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And you, you will be curious to see uh, how they can get on against down. I, I, I would even say like a one or, you know, even if they lost this game, about one or two points, I think wouldn't you know would would show a good bit of progress um from a from a Sligo point of view. But look, either way, Sligo aren't getting relegated. Um, so I think you know finishing mid table in Division Three, I think, is more than a, a good enough achievement for them. Antrim versus Westmead. Um, Westmead obviously have won every game so far. Uh, four wins from four. A lot of them haven't been convincing. Going to Corrigan Park, like. It is a banana skin, this, when you look at Antrim. Like, two wins, you know, they've obviously lost their last two, but one they're opening to. Um, I don't know if you spoke to our, you know, our, our mutual Kevins, as I like to call them, but... Uh, <laughs> mutual Kevins, too many Kevins, too many Kevins in that group chat. Um, Antrim, what reminds me of Carrick and Park at that time, Mr. Prendergast, when you when you tipped Antrim, do you remember? You thought the beat us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, still haven't, you still haven't forgotten that. Never, never until 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 the day, until the day we uh, pass out. But no, look, I think Antrim tough place to go. Like Carrigan Park, my God, like for the Cavaliers that time, it was a journey and a half. But no, I think Westmead, yeah, Westmead, it's time to get up to Division Two again. It for the for the talent that they have, the the, the players that they have, and you know, obviously we've seen them win win the Tall Cup um a couple back in twenty two, obviously beating ourselves, but. Tough place to go, Antrim, not great shakes, bad two games, last two games out. Kevin Kenny, very honest about where the Antrim lads are at the minute um, on the podcast there last week. If anyone wants to kind of check it out, how they're doing. But yeah, I think Antrim, or sorry, for Westmead will get the win this weekend. You're probably looking at maybe five to six points for Westmead in the end up. Yeah, I think so as well. Like what Westmead though, at the same time, like even against Limerick, I think it was only a three or four point win. So Westmead yeah. haven't been beating teams comfortably. So I think that might give Antrim a slight bit of confidence. Um, but at the same time, you could argue Westmead haven't been playing well, and yet they have four wins from four. So um, yeah. there we go. Yeah, I think I think we can both very much agree that Westmead will come through that. Limerick against Clare. Um, Limerick obviously four defeats from four. 
player have put a good couple of wins together, even if they've lost half their yeah. team. Um, I don't know. I mean, can you see uh, Jimmy Lee doing the business for Limerick? Can they get their first win of the season? No, Clare will get the win this weekend, my man. Um, and get up to Division 2 again. I think that's probably their aim. I know, obviously, I've seen a piece with Owen Cleary. I think he done an interview there today saying he probably, the penny's kind of dropped that he kind of misses the county football. So it'd be interesting to see, do we see him for the rest of the year? Or does he get a call back in or does he go back in? But yeah, Clare will get a win this weekend. I think Limerick probably are staring down the barrel of relegation. It just hasn't gone right for them at all. I think Limerick have really gone to, I suppose, the dogs, really, for want of a better phrase, since Billy Lee has left. Um, yeah, Clare to get to win this weekend. Offaly versus Wicklow, both teams with uh, four defeats from four. Um, interesting, actually, with Division 3. You have, you have three teams all who have uh, four games and four defeats so far. Um, which is a, a little bit mad because um, I know Matthew Matthew yeah. gave us a, a good statistic um, during the during the week and or in the last show where only one team have ever stayed up when they've had four defeats from their opening four games and in Division Four or in Division Three this year you've had three teams with, with with four defeats which is which is a little bit wild and obviously this is two of them in both Offaly and Wicklow. Um, Offaly, like, I don't know what on earth has happened to them this year. Like, they've, they've, off, they've, yeah. they've dropped an absolute mile. Um, and, like, surely they can, like, Wicklow, to be fair, have been beaten quite comfortably in a lot of their games. So, surely Offaly get the get the victory here and bounce back. Because, like, Offaly going down to Division 4 would be absolutely, would be a bit mad. It'd be a bit like yeah. when we saw Cavan go down to Division 4, not to, not to remind you. <laughs> a dark day Christ a dark day it's been, it's been like after after winning like the Ultra Championship there mm-hmm. well, a couple of months previous Christ yeah I remember that I was like whoa is this actually happening uh, yeah Offaly will get the win this weekend Wicklow wait out the manager of Shea McConville at the minute uh, three to two more weeks I think to go with that ban uh, still knocking out the podcast. I see though he's, he's still keeping up with the punditry. So yeah, not having. I suppose Oshin probably is he? Can he? Or long, I, but how does the dynamics of that work, Aaron? Do you know? Like can Oshin? He can hardly. Can he go to the games? Like or how? Or can he? I think yeah. Like, I think he can sit in the stand. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no, but that's not the back of the stand or something. I don't, I don't know if he does now. To be fair, because obviously, like yeah. Ockram's a very small, you know, small stadium pitch um so he, you know he, he'd be sitting right right beside the fans you know that way like so um, <laughs> it's not like Crow park where you're you know you're sitting up you have your own little cozy um seat box, box for that, yeah it's like it's like Wenger back in the day or was it jose Mourinho thrown in amongst the chelsea fans that'd be oshi mccombell yeah, this weekend yeah. but yeah, hopefully you're going to win this weekend. I would be surprised. I the way really have fallen off the wagon. It's it's hard to believe it. I Anton Sullivan on to be there last year, and he was talking about promotion, and he was following the Cavan team and results we were getting, and what team were Cavan going with this weekend. And I don't really know what the story is with Offaly this this year. It's hard to really put your finger on it, but I think they will beat Wicklow. Wicklow, yeah, I think that that thing with Oshin, you know, being banned for the couple of games and look a bit of unrest maybe in the camp, it's hard to really call it. But yeah, I think Offaly will get the win in this weekend. Yeah, I think so as well. I think um I think Offaly will uh will bounce back and get their first win of the season. Uh division four then, uh Carlo and Wexford. Um Carlo I suppose are on course for promotion after beating Mickey Graham's Leitrim or Andy Moran's Leitrim with, uh, <laughs> in the in the backgrounds. Um, with uh, I don't know if you've seen that goal on uh, on Twitter from from Calm Hutton. It was an absolute 
scorcher of a goal to, to win Carlo the game with, with the last mm-hmm. kick of the ball. But um, yeah, like Wexford, a very odd team. Like they can, you know, they, they absolutely battered Waterford last week, but they were battered themselves the week previous um, yeah. when they played Leash. So like Carlo, Carlo are, are on course for promotion, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm loving your enthusiasm. Uh, no, like this game, <laughs> this game very interesting this weekend. I think, Christ, I'm hearing Ben Brosnan still playing for the Wexford footballers, and like yeah, Ben Brosnan, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like Ben Brosnan, like my God, like he must be playing for the Wexford footballers since what 2008, I think 07, 08, like and that's a remarkable time to be playing for the Wexford lads. Um, Matty Ford used to kind of go on about the hardship of playing for the Wexford lads at the minute, but. Carla Wexford, Niall Crew be mad to get a result against Wexford. Ah, uh, look, I'll go with Manny Ford. I'll give him a boost this weekend. Wexford to get the job done. There we go. There we go. I don't think the Carlo Ultras will be too happy <laughs> to hear about that one. I'll go for Carlo victory. Um, three wins out of four, and obviously big win at last time out against uh, against Leach. I'm mean, fair play to Carlo GA actually posting their uh, their highlights up on uh, on Twitter as well, so you can actually yeah, because they're getting shafted on the Sunday game. Like, because like mm. my God, like, the Sunday game there last weekend, like holy my, like it just. No coverage of the barely any coverage of Division One games. No so coverage. They, of they just ran through the results. They just ran through the results. results. It was like it was kind of like one like a podcast, or if, if you're under any time constraint or something, like Joanne Campbell, bang, 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 bang. So very, very, very poor coverage there last weekend. No coverage of any games. Oh, go back to Cavalry. You're talking a minute on some games and really poor analysis and. Mm. Sure, was it Paul Finn and Lee, was it Lee Keegan on analysis? Like the boy, a pair of boys nearly didn't know what to say about some of the games. Like ah, oh, it was just. Oh, there's a serious gap in the market there, Mr. Prendergast. There is, there is. And, and yeah, not to hype on too much about that, but even the the chat about the GA president and, and everything else. So can I know it's, you know... Jared. Larry done a fantastic job, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, no, I think Larry Larry McConnell was, was very good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he made it. That, that, that's his name, isn't it? Larry McConnell. Is it? <laughs> oh, no, 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 do, I, do I believe? Is he? Or is no, he? no, it's. We've got that podcast. I believe anything. Um, Larry McCall. I know. God, it, with, with like the fake name or the, the forgetting lots of names and referees, and oh, it's really, really hard to know what he uh, what he brought to the table. Sorry, before I rudely interrupted you there. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I was just saying. I was just joking. Yeah, saying, saying, saying. Larry McConnell and, uh, <laughs> and everything else. I actually don't know where I was at to be honest. Oh no, yeah, with the coverage talking about um, you know the new president coming in, Jared Burns and everything, which is great and everything else. But like they spoke about that for 10, 15 minutes. Like they could have, they could have yeah. easily, you know, just shown highlights and mentioned that a little bit at the end or had a had a separate program. But sure, look, we won't uh, we won't ramble too much into uh into all that because look there is division four games going on and we will uh mention them unlike uh unlike oh, the Sunday game uh as gavin was saying earlier the uh the shannon l Clasco longford leitrim what you reckon oh. longford leitrim very very tight game to call and as i said to you a couple of a couple of minutes ago i was talking to mickey graham and he is happy the way the Leitrim lads are moving at the minute. promotion probably they would love to get it they would love to get up to division three at least um but yeah, this will be interesting. Longford home advantage as well. I think it'll be very tight, like Leitrim's game last weekend that they played. Um, oh, very hard to call this one. Very hard to call. I'll go with Leitrim because of Mickey Graham and sure he might get the Leitrim boys over the line against this Longford team at home. 
Yeah, I think I'll go for uh, I'll go for Leitrim as well. Longford's only wins against against Waterford and London, in fairness. Um, and Leitrim will need to keep their promotion hopes alive, and I think they will. Um, Tipperary versus Waterford. This should be a cracker. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lordy, yeah, it's kind of like the it's like the graveyard shift at this stage. Uh, Tipperary Waterford, yet yeah, another game that's probably just. And we look at if we you could you could do a podcast on, on the unfortunate events of water football in recent years. It's really really tough and them and fair play. As I, I think I said this, I basically said this to you every year on every podcast we do. Fair play to the water for lads keeping the show on the road, going to train and going to matches, doing their gym sessions. It's it's a real credit to them. And he's a Paul Mansfield, is it? Um, over the the mean man that's over them and. Yeah, it just can't be easy on them. Like, they'll get bet this weekend against Tipperary. I'd be very surprised if they were to get any sort of result. They might, who knows, but I can't see it. But, you know, Tipperary will get the win. Obviously, obviously doing quite well at the minute. But, you know, it just, yeah, it's, it's tough in the water for the lads, you know, keeping the show in the row, keeping numbers up, keeping interest. And, yeah, like, obviously a hurling predominant county. But, yeah, Tipperary will get the win this weekend. But it just, it just forders the question for... I suppose whatever going forward to be playing football like I know they'll try to keep the show on the road but the longevity of all this is hard to know yeah like they're just there's zero incentive really at all is there for for playing with a water for football um at the minute and yeah no I'd, I'd have to go with Tipperary like at home as well in Semple Stadium um you would fancy Tipperary uh, all day long to, to come through it like Watford have put up a few fights against Tipperary in recent years. They nearly got a draw there last year, but I think, yeah, I'd, I'd have to go with um, with Tipperary to, to come through and win. Um, <laughs> nearly got a draw. Like, oh, man, it's, it's tough. It's a tough station. It's a tough I know, place. I know. But you just, you have to, you have to look at the positives, you know, and I'm trying to, trying to find the L positives for the, for the Waterford faithful. Um, last but not least, then, Leash versus London. Uh, Leash are obviously have won every game so far. Yeah, like I, I think I left this one for last because I think Leash are, are going to win this, and and that's that really. You know, case closed. Yeah, Leash will get the win this weekend. Just McNulty doing very well with them. Hopefully, he doesn't have any SDLP meetings this weekend, and he'll be able to get away to the game. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But yeah, they'll get a win this weekend. London, Michael Maher still find the flag for the London lads. Fair play to him, working very hard, no doubt. But yeah. I think uh, I think I think Leash lads will continue to form home advantage as well, and they could be looking at Division Three football in the next year. Yeah, Gavin says considering Tip Drew at London Waterford could get something maybe. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I suppose, look, you have to, you have to clinch onto those stats. And fully, fully enough, actually, when Leash and London played each other last year in the Talchin Cup, it actually was a draw. So, look, maybe, maybe London can take uh, a little bit of something um, from that. But I think, yeah, I think Leash in in the form that they are, I think we can all see them getting the win. Before we finish up, in terms of uh, player of the week, game of the week, what are you thinking? Oh, good, good question, good question. Uh, player of the week, player to watch this weekend. I know, obviously, all, all the talk can, can be about him, but it'd be interesting to see David Clifford against Tyrone this weekend. Um, all like even that, even in that, um, Derry Dublin game, you've your McGuigan, you've you know, you've you've obviously Conor Callan at the minute, but I think it'll be very interesting what Carrier like against Tyrone this weekend. That would kind of respond. So let's see what David Clifford has to maybe offer this weekend. That's probably more of a, more an obvious one. I might go with a less obvious one, maybe. Uh, let's see now. Let's me see a less obvious player to stand up this weekend. We'll go with maybe 
let's say in Division One or Division Two games, any kind of players there, any kind of players from Mana, kind of only go into things. Let's say now, uh, I think if Loud or maybe to get anything from that trip up to Donegal, can Samuel Roy step up and you know kick eight or nine points to lead it? Be interested to see that game to watch this weekend. Yeah, you really have to look at uh, you really have to look at Tipperary and Waterford. Um, I think <laughs> I know Dublin and Derry, my man. Really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Calvin Mead. I'm looking forward to Kyrie Tyrone. But yeah, Dublin Derry will be unbelievable. Let's hope. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think I'm player of the week for myself. Would probably look. Um, Fenton, I think, could have a big game, especially like that midfield battle um, with, uh, with with Glass and and uh, and, and Rogers in there. And actually, who partners Fenton is going to be a big one because Pater Okofik Byrne has been the man for the last couple of weeks. Sean Bugler has been in around there as well, so that could be a, a really interesting one. Um, you look at Enda Smith for Roscommon could uh, be huge for for uh, Mayo. But yeah, I think if I have to pick someone and go Fenton for for Dublin and game of the week. Dublin versus Derry, uh, or an even Mayo versus Rus- or, or, or an even Mayo versus Roscommon. Maybe it won't be the most high scoring, but I think it could be um, it could be a bit of an eventful game. That one, I think, or even Jack McCarran or some of these modern lads mm. to really step up for yeah. modern this weekend. Like modern really Connor, will need Connor a big McCarthy, maybe. Yeah, Connor McCarthy maybe could be a player to watch this weekend. It really is time for modern to book up their act. So. Yeah, mm. potentially maybe Conor McCarty to step up for Monaghan this weekend. It's all to play for this weekend. We're looking forward to it. Absolutely, absolutely we are. I think it's going to be uh absolutely huge weekend and a lot of uh, ramifications. Like Some teams can get promoted this weekend. Some teams could get relegated as well, potentially. So, um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on the games. John, cheers very much for uh, coming on. Make sure everyone to check out the uh, the J-Mac podcast when, uh, when you get a chance. And yeah, anyone who's tuned in here, hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, John, cheers very much for coming on. And to the viewers, we will speak to you all soon. Cheers, Aaron. Thank you.